We have two days left, Wahoos, and they're still doubting us. Are you excited for this weekend? Because this is when we can change our narrative. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law, Lawrence Johnson, here on the Locked On Podcast, Virginia Cavaliers Podcast. The first place to come to get your daily Wahoo fix every day. We are free and available wherever you find any of your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your listen, first listen, every day. So let's go ahead and just kind of get into it, man. As I was saying earlier on this, uh, you know, in the beginning there, this is a a season that a lot of people would think that Virginia would probably falter. And, and, and it shows uh, in different ways. You know how they say, you know, when someone loves you, they show you in different ways. When they don't love you, they show you in different ways as well. So a way that the gambling world shows that they don't love you is they really put your level of expectation really low. I was just kind of looking at some betting lines, just perusing, you know, what they thought of us. And I, I really, really, and also keep in mind, we have a, uh, uh, a college betting online uh, podcast as well. Be sure to check them out. But I was just looking at some of the lines and I, and I really couldn't believe it. Um, you know, when I saw what they thought of the Wahoos, I mean, we're talking about the betting odds of 66 uh, to one, you know, and what that means to those who don't bet is if you put down a hundred dollars and the Wahoos win the ACC, you would win $6,600. I mean, think about that. That is very disrespectful for a team that could quite possibly leave the ACC in offense. Uh, you know, and I say that, you know, with a grain of salt because you, you still have to uh, play defense and special teams. But um, I'm thinking that the way that this team is uh, constructed and the way that they're being led by uh, by the new coach, Tony, Coach Tony Elliott, I think that they're going to be a lot better than a lot of people think. I mean, you, you know, you're talking about talked about it yesterday. Talk about all the weapons on the offensive end and uh, how many points they're going to put up. But think about that: sixty-six to one. You know, and they are in the lower half of the uh, of the totem pole when it comes to the pecking order of the ACC. Um, of course, Clemson is still slated uh to win the ACC and I understand the reasons why because they you know have won the most championships uh over the past 10 years uh you know when you stack it all up but also the cupboards have been kind of uh, swiped clean you know they're kind of bare you know uh, he lost uh Dabble Sweeney lost his defensive coordinator then he all, then of course he lost his offensive coordinator to Virginia so you know where do you go from here? You know, if you're, you're Dabo, you kind of are starting over, over kind of like how Nick Saban, you know, always loses uh, assistance. Now he has to do kind of his Nick Saban impersonation uh, and uh, see what, he, see if he can uh, still be an elite championship program, even though you lose your top assistants uh, year in and year out. So this is the first time that Dabo will, uh, will get the opportunity 
to see, you know, what his, uh, you know, what he's really made of. So uh, as far as uh, running the program, so, you know, and also, you know, I was, they were talking about the, the, the wins uh, per year. And that, and that was another uh, bet that I was, I was uh, looking at and just studying. And they said that Virginia, the over and under was seven wins uh, for, for the year. It started out at six. And when you start out six wins, I mean, they won six, they won six games last year, uh, you know, and that was with a, an absolutely terrible pass defense. And I just really believe that coach Rosinski, the defensive coordinator from air force uh, uh, now the defensive coordinator at uh, UVA, one of the top defensive coordinators in the nation um, is going to make some changes. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a, uh, a stark surprise, you know, to a lot of people uh, that have uh, always, you know, especially as of late, uh, were, were upset about the, you know, the way that the defensive uh, team had played. What I saw in the spring game is almost night and day uh, as far as players being on assignment. The defensive backfield, which is a real weakness, uh, was a, a it was just it was I was almost felt joyful to watch what was going on. Uh, players were in the positions they needed to be in. No one got beaten deep. Uh, Brennan was actually throwing the ball, trying to fit it in small spaces. He had quite a few interceptions during that uh, spring game as well. So, you know, I- I'm thinking that uh, Coach Rudd, uh, that's his, his name, they call him Coach Rudd, is is, is really going to surprise some people. You know, the typical uh, defensive formation based off of what I think they're going to run you know, you have a 4-3 defense, of course, means four down linemen, three linebackers. Uh, there's also the 3-4, three, three down linemen, four linebackers. Um, but I think they're going to run like a five, uh, excuse me, a 4-2-5 or, or, or so, something in, in that realm where they have two linebackers on, uh, five defensive backs and four offensive, uh, four, excuse me, four defensive linemen uh, up front. And, and I'm thinking that's what, you know, um, you know, it gives you a lot of versatility as opposed to, um, you know, being just a traditional uh, four-man front, three-man front, and uh, line, just uh, quite a few linebackers in the back. With this defense, you take off a linebacker and you put in an extra safety uh, or kind of a monster back or kind of a joker or, or somebody, who, you know, who's kind of a, a hybrid type of a player. And uh, I think it just gives the team versatility the way that they, they, they are passing the ball, uh, in some of these games in the way that they are running these spread offenses. I think that it, it, it's, it's really a um, uh, a different look from what we're used to. Remember last year, they ran a 3-3-5, and it was really upsetting. But, uh, but let me uh, get to this. BetOnline.net is your first source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports into the season. Find all of your latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. Bet online. Also, you continue source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, 
boxing, and golf. Head to the website today to use your mobile device and learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. So let's kind of jump right back into uh, what we were saying about the betting odds. Speaking of the bets, um, seven games. Hmm. Uh, started out at six. You know, still disrespectful. I think uh, the Wahoos could wind up being six and zero. Oh, you know, uh, based off of the schedule from what I see at the start of the year, five and zero, oh, six and zero, oh, coming up until um, you know they really start getting to the the tougher parts of the schedule. And, you know, I, I would jump on it. You know, if I was uh, a truly a betting man, um, you know, I would jump on something like that, but um, you know, we will uh, speak about that a little bit later, but I was saying before we got two days left. How excited are you? You know, this is an opportunity with the new regime to change the narrative of what they think about Virginia football. Coach Elliott, has uh, reiterated that he wants to build the model program. The model program meaning you got the best students, you have high academics, you have uh, the best athletes, and also you want to be able to serve these young men, uh, you know, after they graduate, you know, and continue to build a family atmosphere. I mean, I, you know, I've, I was sold, you know, <laughs> when this when this man was talking uh, at the uh, initial press conference, uh, uh you know, last uh, in the wintertime when they hired him. And I really feel like there's uh, a change in, and there's been a a a, def- a definite ease uh, to some of the players, you know, based off of the way things were kind of uh, being administered and the way that the, the program was being administered to them. And I think it's really uh, a, a great opportunity to, to show the world that this program is not the same football program. And it's Finally, I mean, and it took a while to get here. It's it always it, it is a UVA about the academics, but maybe not always about the academics. They're, they are really trying to push the uh, the sports football narrative on campus uh, at University of Virginia, based off of number one, Carla uh, Wright, who is the uh, athletic director uh, coming from Georgia. She's seen it done at a high level, and she pretty much just kind of implemented what she was, you know, expecting what she wants these programs and this football program in particular to look like and how she wants it to run. And then also going out when the opportunity came to get a coach like coach Elliot and uh, implementing him and, you know, and, and putting him, you know, in a position to pretty much have everything at his resources. You know, everyone was really upset, you know, about, when recruits would come to the school and they would complain about the facilities at UVA, how UVA pretty much had like the worst football facilities in the ACC, you know, and it was, and and it was sad. It was, you know, we are probably one of the well, better well-to-do schools in the ACC and uh, our football facilities were, were were less than average. Uh, We'll just say that. And um, you know, it, it almost didn't make sense. And, you know, but there has uh, been some movement. They actually broke ground on the new football facility, uh, I think, last week. And uh, now, you know, it looks like it's 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 really, you know, turned around in this program. You know, we're looking at a 
you know, uh, a coach on the move, changing the philosophy, uh, you know, of the way you think about uh, football at the University of Virginia and then an AD right behind him. I don't know if it's ever been uh, in, in this, you know, in lockstep like it is right now with the AD, assistant AD, my man Jim Daves and uh, Coach Elliott. And then, of course, his staff. I mean, this is a strong push for uh, for the football program to to be a success this year and in the future. So we will see. But we got two days and we play the Richmond Spiders. Um, I will have a review uh, for uh, tomorrow, which is uh, going in on Friday. Of course, the game is Saturday, 1230. Be there. It's going to be an orange out uh, there. So make sure you wear all of your orange gear. Uh, you know, for the uh, for that, you can also go online and get a uh, a T-shirt for the event as well, a designated T-shirt for this uh, event. But it's an orange out where all of your orange uh, gear so that you can uh, represent for the Wahoos. Also, keep in mind, also Friday night, the night before the season starts, they do what is called paint the town orange is when the Wahoos, uh, the football team, the coaches, the band, the cheerleaders, the cheer squad, they all go to like downtown Charlottesville and pretty much just do a, just like a huge uh, meet and greet, come to the community and, uh, you know, just make it just a joyous occasion uh, where everybody kind of gets together and just celebrates, just cele- celebrates the, uh, the, the, you know, the camaraderie of what the school means to the community. And it's called Paint the Town Orange. They do it every year, beginning of the year in Charlottesville. So make sure you get an opportunity if you're down there. Uh, on Friday night uh, to go check out Paint the Town Orange as well. So uh, let's keep rocking and let's keep rolling. Let's talk about the uh, the depth chart. The depth chart came out and there was or there was a couple um, things that were were really surprising, uh, but it wasn't too many different uh, 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 positions that were changed from what we thought there was. But there was one really in. A change in particular that we really didn't uh we really didn't think that we were going to see but we actually did there was one player who really stuck out it was offensive lineman uh Mikhail Boley you know and he is a true freshman starting at left tackle now he's a big one uh you know he's a, a 330-ish uh 6-4 um big lineman freshman he is starting at left tackle and of course Brennan being left-handed it's not quite his backside because, of course, the right tackle is the uh, you know is, is is his blind side protector. But whenever you're playing playing the left tackle position in any college program, regardless of what if your quarterback's left-handed or right-handed, doesn't matter. Uh, Brennan Armstrong is uh, even though being lefty is a premium quarterback, and you always want to have typically your best lineman is your left tackle, but. This is the real kicker about this. The last offensive lineman to start as a freshman was DeBrickishaw Ferguson. For all of you Wahoo fans who can remember DeBrickishaw Ferguson, fourth-round pick, played for the Jets, um, fourth-round pick in the first round uh, as the best offensive left tackle for that year coming out. Um, it was, he was a really an amazing player uh, there uh, on the grounds in Charlottesville. And this was the last time a true freshman started at left tackle. So, Mikhail, I mean, I, we don't want to put that much pressure on the young man, but it, 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 it's on him right now. It's squarely on him. 
Uh, and, you know, a lot of people, and I can tell you, a lot of these pass rushers, they definitely have a target on him being a freshman. And we're going to see, you know, how he progresses and, and how he's going to play against, you know, some of these uh, elite pass rushers here in the ACC. So I'm really uh, cheering for you, Mikhail. So, uh, and I have a report on that as well on Saturday because I'm really going to be fixed on him and, uh, you know, and seeing how he handles uh, some of these uh, pass rushers on the Richmond Spiders as well. So, uh, you know, in other news, uh, let's talk about the, the, you know, the players that are in the league right now. Um, you know, the cut down day for the NFL players uh, has just finished. And there's a lot of players that are out there still trying to get jobs. Um, there are still some roster spots open. But the NFL, everyone had to cut down to their final 53 on Tuesday at two o'clock, I believe. And when you do that, there's just a lot of talent that actually gets cut from all of these NFL teams. Uh, but, you know, not to fear, uh, a lot of those players that get cut will also get picked up and put on a practice squad. So even though you may not be on the, uh, you, you may not be on the team, the active, what they call the active 53, uh, you still have an opportunity to pursue your career because they can put you on the practice squad. Thing about the practice squad is if they pick you up, um, you know, if a team cuts you and then they sign you to the practice squad because you don't get picked up by uh, another team, you know, you, you can practice there and, you, and you're pretty much like the, the travel squad, the taxi squad. But the, the beauty of it is if another team sees you and sees value in you, they can take you off of another team's practice squad and sign you to their active roster right away. So if, if there's a position that's light or, or if someone gets hurt, you can take a person right off of other team's practice squad, sign them, and they're active right now. That's the beauty of it. So, um, you know, when we talk about players that are in the league, um, let's talk about some – Some uh, I have eight Wahoos that are still out there. We got my man Alamade. Zacchaeus uh, at the Falcons, uh, record-breaking wide receiver, uh, you know, doing some good things down there in Atlanta. And, of course, uh, talk about left tackles. We're talking about Morgan Moses, uh, who was the, uh, you know, who, who came in after the Brickishaw and, uh, and started playing uh, the tackle position as well. We have Morgan Moses at the Ravens. Then we have uh, our huge tight end from last year, uh, Mr. Jelani Woods himself, uh, Super talented, huge tight end. Actually, blew it up at the combine. Um, uh, uh, got drafted by the Colts uh, this year. He is uh, playing for them, and I think he's going to get some time there. He's going to be tough. Also at the Colts, we got uh, Rodney McLeod. He is there as well, defensive back uh, at the Colts. Very talented young man there. Another young talented DB safety. A uh, guy Juan Thornhill uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're talking about Juan who has a championship ring already. Uh, so, yes, Juan Thornhill there. And then, of course, Mr. Highlight himself plays for the Rams. Bryce Perkins uh, made the Rams uh, roster. He's the backup quarterback to and, and another uh, Wahoo with a championship ring. They won the championship last year, uh, you know, won the Super Bowl. Uh, backing up Matt Stafford out there uh, in uh, L.A. Uh, for the Rams. Uh, then let's talk about uh, Bryce Hall playing for the Jets, uh, another super talented cornerback. Uh, defensive back out of uh, Virginia. And then we got Mr. Joey Blunt, another defensive back. Well, I mean, maybe we can start calling uh, Virginia DBU a little bit. You know, they got a lot of talented DBs coming out of here 
and, uh, you know, doing their thing. But Joey Blunt's at Seattle had a really good, uh, you know, had a really good preseason. And uh, we'll keep a check on all these Wahoos as the season progresses. Thanks again for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all com- coming, excuse me, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2002 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. So, yes, um, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you go there. Um, and, you know, we have, you know, just a vast uh, library of, 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 of teams, of podcasts that you can listen to. And, and not to mention, um, like I said, the, the betting uh, world is on fire right now. It's it's becoming more and more legalized in all these different states. Of course, Virginia jumping on board as well. I said something about it the other day. Uh, Hampton Roads is getting their first, <clears throat> excuse me, getting their first casino uh, in uh, Portsmouth, Virginia. Should be opening in about four months uh, uh, here. And if you go out there, it's just an incredible uh, uh, size of the, the actual landscape that they're, that they're putting this casino uh, at. Also, not to mention uh, Norfolk, Virginia, also getting a, uh, a casino as well. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure, um, you know, as, uh, you know, these things change, we always have to kind of, uh, you know, think about, you know, what, what's the next step uh, when we're talking about the landscape of sports. I talked about the NIL yesterday, uh, talked about betting today, and, you know, it, it's only going to, you know, keep evolving. You know, the thing is, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm going to continue to be a f- big fan of, uh, of sports and of the Wahoos in general, but let's just keep this ball rolling, guys. Um, so in other news, how about um, the Wahoos and Coach Elliott? And, and, and this is a, this is these are just great stories. Um, you know, you got players that always every year that walk on to a college football teams. Coaches can't give scholarships to everybody, but there are quite a few players that play on the team that aren't on scholarship. How about this? How about Coach Elliott uh, just recently gave three players scholarships. Uh, Brandon uh, Farrell, kicker, uh, got a scholarship. Uh, Josh Clifford, wide receiver, and uh, Jared Raymond. Uh, and these guys were all walk-ons, and they were all awarded a scholarship. How beautiful is that? You know, I, I think there's always a, a you know something to be said for hard workers, you know, and those who – don't mind working from the bottom, you know, and, uh, and and achieving their goals and, you know, pretty much, you know, what we like to call overachievers sometimes. And, you know, these guys came in, knew, you know, pretty much what it, you know, what the situation was, you know, you're not going to start out with a scholarship, but you could work your way towards one. And, you know, the, the beauty of that is, you know, you can see your hard work pay off. And when you get an opportunity to talk to your parents and surprise them and tell them, hey, mom and dad, Guess what? 
you, you can stop those payments. I just got my scholarship uh, and, 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 and it's going to be covered now. You know, that has to be like the best feeling, you know, in the world to be able to tell your parents, uh, I'm getting a scholarship now. Thank you. And, um, you know, it will live happily ever after after that. So uh, just a, just just a, a way to end the show just with some 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 great news and and uh, just kind of lift your spirits, you know, when you hear something like that. So uh, I'm going to see uh, the tailgate who's in the ditch this uh, Saturday. And I've already gotten messages on some of my other uh, on my Facebook and on um, some some of my messengers saying that. They are, are ready for me. There's going to have some great food. So uh, we'll, we'll be there and we will judge the, t- the tailgate there and um, just have a good time. You know, this is just the beginning of the year and I'm looking forward to seeing what this team is capable of and also what these tailgates uh, are capable of. You know, a lot of these tailgates are absolutely amazing. They're on the grounds at University of Virginia and the who's in the ditch uh, uh, group will get their opportunity to show us what they got first. So thank you for tuning in. This has been Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen of the day. Thank you. Goodbye.